Coming up on Art Palace, Sarah wants to do her best Yvette impression yes. now. Yes. Oui, I don't understand. <laughs> but where is Mr. Bardi? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Welcome to Art Palace, produced by Cincinnati Art Museum. This is your host, Russell Eyrig. Here at the Art Palace, we meet cool people and then talk to them about art. Today's cool people are Sarah Burkhofer, coordinator of interpretive programming, and Kristen Vincenti, assistant to the director. Today, we are doing an episode inspired by the movie Clue because Mount Adams Cinema in the City will be showing the film on July 27th at Season Good Pavilion, right across the street from us. The art museum is open until 8 p.m. that night, so stop by before the show. Not only can you check out the pieces we discuss, but Sarah has put together a special clue scavenger hunt that will be available that evening at the front desk. It's a really cool way to see the collection while actually solving a mystery using deductive reasoning. The devil's number is six, but the devil's hour is three. I don't know. I don't make these rules. <laughs> I make the rules. <laughs> Look, I did not bring you here to discuss witchcraft, hocus pocus, <laughs> pagan traditions. I think we've taken a whole turn, and we just need to go. We need to go with it. I, we We're are going. here We're to discuss it. clue. Okay. Hocus pocus is happening. All right. Okay. Okay. We I'm here. ready to discuss clue. Fine. Okay. Cluing. We're cluing. All right. Okay. Let's solve a mystery. Yes, we do have a mystery today to solve because um, we are going to go on a tour of the museum uh, by choosing our painting, kind of like how you choose your criminals and weapons and scene of the crime in Clue. So I have uh, the confidential envelopes here, and I figure there's three of us, three envelopes. We can each take a pick, and then uh, we will have to walk to wherever we're going. So, Are we trying to figure out, like, a murderer? Are we trying to like solve a crime? It works basically like Clue does, where there is no rhyme or reason to it other than just randomness. <laughs> have I have I voiced my problems with the board game Clue yet? I think you need to talk this about it. This is definitely we can go hocus pocus, but we cannot go problems with Clue. I, on I this have blog. a lot of problems with Clue. Well, I think logically we should probably start with the crime scene. I think that's fair because yeah. if if you, you can't were, find a body without a crime scene, like right? That's and okay. Already, we'll get into my problems with the board game Clue. Why do we have to figure out where the body is? How about, why is that a thing we have to figure out? Like, shouldn't it be where the body is? But in the movie, the body Moves is found around. in several places. That's true. Because he's not technically dead. That's true. Yeah. You could kill somebody in one place, move their body Which somewhere else. Which I feel else. like is one of the more complex, uh, you know, challenges that the director had. Because he's probably asking himself that same question. Yeah, like, like why don't we know where the body is? Of course we know where the body right. is. Right. Yeah, he's dead in the ballroom. But yet, he's not. Okay, you got me there. All right. <laughs> so, and moving I'm on. I'm just defending Clue. Yeah. Okay, Kristen, do can. you want to do the honors of drawing our crime scene? Because yes. you're, you're right here. For those of you listening, I'm right next to Russell. Am I picking out? Does it matter what I pick out? No, that's that's why it's chance. So we're going to figure it out. And you're not going to tell us, right? I got kitchen. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> okay. All right. So is somebody going to be stabbed in an old school fridge, like in the movie? Yes. The cook? 
to the kitchen. To monkey brains. Avec pain et et œuvre. Avec pain et œuvre. Œuvre. I want you all to know that I've been taking Duolingo French every night. Yeah? And I have learned nothing. And you know, Papillon? You know how to say purple monkey? No. I know. Bread wasn't it pain? Right? Pain. And then Papillon is butterfly? All you need to know how to say is pain au chocolat and you're set. Yeah, you can survive. Just survive. <laughs> okay, that's I'm, all you I'm need. a pain au chocolat and that's you're like, you okay. Well, yeah. all of this is to say we are standing in front of Paul Cezanne's still life Cezanne? with bread and eggs. Because I don't know if we've said that yet in English. No. Yet, have we? No. Avec pain? I apologize to anyone. Oh, yes. sorry. Go ahead. So, I, over, I talked And over Sarah you. wants to do her best Yvette impression yes. now. Mais oui, I don't understand. <laughs> but where is Mr. Bardi? <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Just imagine boobs jiggling. Just yeah. boobs. Lots of boobs. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? I, I remember. We, so with the the three of us watched Clue uh, in preparation for this because that's that's how we very official. Yeah, like look, we do our homework when it involves watching eighties. Hashtag movies. dream job. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, but I remember we were sort of laughing at the actress, but then it turns out she's like is supposed to be putting on the accent in the movie. That's true. Yeah, because yeah. like I was making fun it. of her n- not having a good accent. Yeah. But then it turns out that she is putting on She's that She's fake French. Yeah, she is mm. fake French. So, sorry, whoever plays Yvette. I forget. How is it? Was Yvette, <laughs> Yvette was one of Miss Scarlet's women of the night, right? Isn't that how it worked out? I think in one version of the story. Maybe in all of them. Because we, so when we watched it, we had only, uh, we only did one ending. We right. let the DVD choose it randomly for us. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that, I think in the version we watched, that was the case that she was working for Miss Scarlet. No, I don't think she was working for Miss Scarlet. She was Miss White's husband's. Was that how? I don't remember. Mistress? No, I think Mistress, she was. Mistress, was it? See, I think she's. De- well, okay. In one version, she is definitely. A, what did you say? A woman lady of the of, night. A woman of lady the night. of the night. That's very, very tactful Sultry. way of putting it. Uh, one of uh, four Miss Scarlet's brothel. Yes. I guess. Um, so that's definitely. No, that it's, it's a house of ill repute. Russell. No, it's a house of ill repute. <laughs> Everybody okay. knows. We're going to go straight Shakespearean let's, we're up We're trying to be her. PC. Let's, let's really split hairs over this. <laughs> this is the important this information. This is how it goes. But anyway... Um, so, we we actually had quite a few pieces to pick for the for the kitchen, but but I picked uh, this one here just because it seemed like a little informal, like not so much like a dining room, like you wouldn't just see a bunch of bread and eggs laying around. I don't know. What do you think? I hate it. What? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I bet some people hate it though. I know. I. I really think that it's funny and challenging to talk about why you hate art. And I think that still lifes are honestly my least favorite kind of art, but I totally understand their merit and their purpose in an artist's life. I mean, obviously poor starving artists don't have a lot of uh, free models around to constantly draw or um, create 
amazing compositions with so they got to practice with something yeah it's an easy set you know like just yeah. grab some and you know eggs. every french person has a baguette that's true around, so. or two or two, or two. <laughs> in in this case. This seems a little wasteful i hope that it was for his whole family because you know what those baguettes they'll go d- bad in a day oh that's true if you know that they're if they're really good they will not be good tomorrow so lesson learned on baguettes I yeah. also heard that in those times, because people would like ride bikes to go get them, that everybody wanted the ends instead of the middle because people put them under their armpits and you don't want the sweaty armpit middle. You know, bags have existed for hundreds of years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sounds like an urban legend, Chris. Uh, I mean, she's actually like lived in Paris. I have not. This is. Yeah. This is I mean, have I seen people with baguettes under their arms? Sure. <laughs> sure. It's happened. But, but yeah. there were bags involved. Bags, bags are a thing. Bags. I, I like that there's two of everything. Like you have two two loaves of bread, two, two eggs. Onions. Two, Is this uh, a glass as well? Is that more it like almost a looks like a little like, pitcher. Like a, yeah, I think it's like a pitcher. Like it's or, holding milk or something. Or it almost yeah, looks like so. a stein. We'll say two but vessels. I don't know. There's like, yeah, there are two vessels, but there's a handle, so which makes me believe that there's milk or something right. like that in there. Yeah, yeah. There's not two knives, though. Two okay. murderous knives. Okay, that's true. This could have been, this could have been our weapon this stop, could have been I guess. been the weapon. You know, if you could kill someone with a butter knife, I've got to applaud you. That's yeah. dedication. Yeah, this is not the most threatening knife. Also, I mean, how long would that take? I, I mean, what year was this painted? 1865? Who knows? Butter knives back then could have been a little, you know, sharper. Multi-purpose. Well, at least it's, it still does have a rounded that end. That looks though. plastic to me. <laughs> I'm guessing it's not plastic in 1865. This is a picnic. This is a plastic <laughs> picnic. He stopped at Walmart, picked up one of those, you know, spoons. Yeah, Paul Cezanne definitely just got combo. back from Walmart. Yeah, he did. He was wheeling and dealing. But it does. I, I, you know what, though? I actually had the same thought. Like, it kind of looks like a plastic knife. It really knife. does. Because it's so, like, the, I think it's the shiny. handle is black. And then yeah. you're, you're getting it, like, in in such low light that it's just reflecting black back. That's so. the other thing that's bothering me with this is that, like, the it's completely black and it's the table is very difficult to discern from everything else yeah and then the the sheet or the i don't know the napkin or the tablecloth because you can't really discern where the table is like the folding's real weird like oh, down yeah. here by the cup it's what's going on with this little fold it's weird like this is obviously the edge of the table but i don't my, none of my fabrics do that he's taking some artistic Everything else is very serious. Well, and that's actually what one of the things Cezanne is known for mm-hmm. is for kind of messing with that sense of three-dimensional space and that beginning of flattening out of space that becomes a hallmark of modernism. So and this is before he really experiments with yeah. the kind of pixels that he translates yeah. into later. Um, but he does kind of make interesting perspective changes even mm. in something as early as this hey do you mm. know what pixel stands for i just learned this the other day no i have no idea it, it, educate it's, us it's kind of funny because you say pixel and you think like I, it almost sounds like well it's not really a pixel but in a way it is it was like the first pixel in my mind well it it totally works because pixel actually just stands for picture element no yep that's it picture what? i'm kind of disappointed oh well i thought you it was going to be a crazy you all are apparently <laughs> listening to our minds blowing i i thought that or was sarah's be... just kind of being like meh <laughs> you're mind she's blowing meh about these paintings she's meh about you i don't know. know if i'm disappointed i just thought that it was going to be some really Something interesting profound. Ac- acronym but it, i mean it's mm. kind of interesting though because it doesn't actually have anything to do with computers in that i mean in the way like the actual meaning of the word so you really could apply it to almost anything, anything. that is well, like a picture made up of little elements totally. that becomes a pixel 
I mean, so. pointillism and Cezanne's yeah. brand of post-impressionism um, is totally along that same vein yeah. of yeah. pixels. And I always talk about that. I think that that's really cool to think about. But I think, computer pixels. I think the way you're noticing the table is so dark mm-hmm. is like another way he's able to just like focus on these things as shapes more mm-hmm. and to kind of mess with that sense of space a little bit so that it, it does have almost like a feeling of just floating bread and eggs and yeah. onions. I mean, you can kind of tell that there's a table there just because of like raised paint. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell that there is a brushstroke that's different from the background, but it's it's very very dark yeah and there are, are yeah that's true they uh, the highlights in it are almost just it's hard to see like they look like reflections on the table but they are actually just reflections on the actual paint mm-hmm. it's really cool and that's one of those things that that becomes one of those moments where like that would not translate quite so well in a book like that's one of those things you have to be here to kind of see, see the difference in the paint uh to get a sense of that see like, but it's table. just so funny to me because like the the table is so I don't know, just kind of part of the background. And yet the the cup is so realistic, you know, like the, the reflection of it on itself and the light hitting it. You know what I mean? The Yeah. Not the milk one, the glass one. Yeah. Well, and I think that's a, a sign that a lot of times these artists are are messing with that stuff, not because they don't know how to do it, but mm-hmm. because they want to do it. Right. And like, okay. Artistic license. Right. He knows how to like actually make a table look like it sits in space but he's mm-hmm. choosing not to, not to um for a desired effect other noted fact for clue or murder mm-hmm. or paintings in general always sign your painting with your name in the year you painted it very helpful that's very, true very, right very there helpful. right there and if you're gonna murder someone leave a clue with your name the time you did it although i have to th- i would have to say Cezanne, you could have worked on that five a little bit yeah it's, it's very I don't know if I would have necessarily yeah, known. I'm really 65. digging a Z, though. That Z is on point. It is yeah. a good Z. It is a solid Z. Do you guys have so, any... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's okay. Bringing it back to the movie, I was kind of just thinking about what were they eating? Because there was the part in the movie where she, they were like... Monkey's brains. Monkey brains. Yes! <laughs> they were monkey brains. monkey brains. And they were like, oh, Miss Peacock, I know this is your favorite no, I think right. it was Miss White. Soup. It was, was Miss White's soup. Yeah. Uh, no, no. It is Miss Peacock's. It is Miss Peacock's. I'm sorry, I'm yes. getting them. Yeah, Miss Peacock's, uh, the the, maid, the senator's wife. Yeah, the cook is uh, also the cook for Miss Peacock. Right, right. So right. she is she's like, it's one of my favorite recipes. Monkey's brains. Monkey's brains. Monkey's yes. brains. Because they all got served Can something you different. Legally eat that? Uh, probably not. <laughs> they did say I forget what they Only specifically quoted. Only here in the Temple of Doom. <laughs> ah. No, they did specifically say that it was like a specific culture's recipe. I forget what did they say. It was like I don't know. I did not make a note about that. It was like Cantonese or something. I don't. Know. That sounds right. Really? I'm. I want to say you're right. Now I'm gonna have to research it. Hold on. Because I feel like I can Pocket hear. Computer. I feel like I can hear uh, Tim Curry saying like. The f- something cuisine. like, while popular in Cantonese cuisine or something mm-hmm. like that. That's a very good Tim Curry impression. Uh, not my best. No? No. <laughs> I don't know if I do others, but like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, now here he is in Home Alone 2. Now. Yes. Now. <laughs> Rocky Horror. Rocky Horror. I could probably do that better. That's, that seems more exciting. Can I ask something awful? Is Tim Curry still alive? Is he still living? Yeah. Is he? Yeah, I know alive. he had like a stroke, didn't he? I think he did. Boy, this is a fun podcast full of... Uh, Sorry, I'm just not, bringing it down. Well, I'm bringing it like, way down. I'm just like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> full of like, is it Cantonese? I don't know. Is Tim, we Tim, never Tim Curry alive? I don't know. 
What a what a fun time. Monkey brain soup. This is the weirdest search. Cantonese. I was right. Cantonese cuisine. Ding, 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 ding. And monkey's brains, though popular in Can- Cantonese cuisine, are not often to be found in Washington, D.C. There we go. Perfectly quoted it. Yes. Nice. So the kitchen is also where there's a secret passageway, right? There is a secret passageway. Where is there. it Corner from? square, right? I can't remember which room it goes to in the movie, but that's my favorite part in the movie is when Tim Curry is doing all of the explaining what actually happened and when he like falls out of the freezer and yes. then and then he's like pretending to be the body and then he from the ground continues his explanation he's like now and like, that, that just like is the funniest moment in that movie to me is Tim Curry on the ground explaining everything as if it's totally normal oh Tim Curry you light oh. up our lives He's just, he's, he's a national treasure. Mm-hmm. But not our nation. No. <laughs> no. Unfortunately, we don't an get in- to claim him. An international treasure. <laughs> That's true. He's um, everybody's gift. Um, let's move on. <laughs> let's move on. Let's, uh, let's figure demo. out. I think what would be next uh, would make sense is we'll figure out our murder weapon. Okay. So. Uh, uh, Sarah? Sure. The lead Hi. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. <laughs> We're back. We're back. And we are in uh, the special exhibit, uh, Tiffany Glass, painting with color and light. Very good. Thank you. That was very good. <laughs> and we are looking at uh, the, I like the, the, the label description here is educational model demonstrating the process of making a leaded glass shade. With an asterisk. Ooh. Yes. Which, yeah, then to read the asterisk uh, just takes you down to uh, uh, the glass mold patterns, copper foil, and soldwood. Bro- solder? How do you guys say that solder? word, by the way? Solder? Solder? Solder. I solder? usually, yeah, I feel like I would say solder, but then I'm like, every time I read it, I'm like, but there's a no. I know. It's, Maybe it's I like baloney, you was know? with two Ds. Sometimes, sometimes you get the say solder, letters. sometimes it's solder. I don't know. I've always uh, said solder. Yeah, I feel like if I'm being my true Kentucky self, I would say solder. Solder. Yeah. Solder. Um, what, uh, French alternative? Uh, Yvette? Solder. <laughs> but yeah, it's a, oh, anyway, the, the, the footnote is that these are reproductions and similar to the ones that, uh, would be used at Tiffany's. So essentially, they're trying to encourage me to not break the glass and steal these for anyone. I don't, well, I don't know if that was the intention, <laughs> Kristen. I don't know if, if you're such a klepto that you have to be told things are I mean, inauthentic. Here's the, here's the, well, you're going to, you have to edit this out. But the I truth mean, of the matter is, if I was going to break something and take it, like just take all the stuff that's not behind glass. <laughs> that's, yeah, also, yeah. That's actually Tiffany, we know, for show. I think, I don't think this was about like, theft control i think oh, it was okay. more just about like there's tiny pieces being that can also uh, okay. inflict wounds i think it was just about i just want authenticity and in just case you leave this in here amy dehan i want you to know i'm not gonna take this it's fine the new gallery will get it all back it's okay i promise okay well promise. that's very good well anyway why we're looking at this is because this is literally the only thing I could find for a lead pipe, but it, it kind of made me laugh because this little strip of lead here would be what would be used in the soldering process that would be melted down 
I think you could bludgeon someone. I'm sure you could. Oh, oh we the lights move. went out. Lights are going out. I know. That made it even creepier. There, there we go. go. Oh, nobody's murdered. No. Sorry. Nobody's murdered. I don't okay, know. I have a question. Isn't lead, or is, I know gold's very soft. Is lead, isn't lead soft? It is soft. soft? It yeah. is a malleable metal. Right. So if I touch that, I would be able to get my fingerprint on there? I don't think it's that soft, mm-hmm. but it's But like, I would be able to mold it a bit? Yeah, like you can kind of like hammer it easily okay. and, and stuff. I, I mean, it is pretty soft. I don't know. You're not supposed to really play with lead. So right. <laughs> I haven't yeah. touched it's kind it. of frowned upon. Yeah, I mean, like that's... mercury. Yeah, I, I would say like this lead here, I don't know if like hitting anyone with it would do too much damage to them. But maybe. But a lead pipe, like in the movie. Well, yeah, that's that's it is heavy, so it it is dangerous in that way. But I'm thinking, you know, you might be able to almost poison someone better with that than yeah, just shove it down their throat or give them lead poisoning. That would be the best way to kill somebody. And they would probably just choke. So. But I feel like isn't lead, even though lead is malleable, I mean, it's still, obviously, it's a metal. Like, it's just, it's yeah. more malleable, like, when heated or hammered. Or, yeah, exactly. You know. Like, it is still, like, hard and, and is traditionally been used in, in plumbing, mm-hmm. which is why, you know, that, like, PB is for, like, lead in the periodic table. Mm-hmm. It's, like, the Latin root word for Plum, lead. Plumbing? Something. I don't know. Plum? I don't know. I can't remember all of this. Plumbo? Yeah. Plumbo. It's definitely plumbo. I think that actually is it. Like, I think that might be the Latin word is plumbo. I want you to know, I guess Cantonese out of thin air, plumbo is going to be a real thing. Plumbo is not. Plumbo. Okay, I think this (laughs) might. That's not Latin, guys. Another uh, alternate translation, plumbum. 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 That's even better than plumbum. 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 Is that like Latin? Plumbum. Is it the plumbum? Yeah, Yeah, it's plumbum. I don't, yeah, I I didn't, I don't know Latin. The um, I don't know how you pronounce Latin. It's always um. Um. Well, yeah, I can't remember. Does anyone use the lead pipe in the yeah, movie? Yeah, no, they have the lead. Somebody has yeah. a pipe. I, feel I think like it gets Colonel locked. Mustard does yeah. at some point, doesn't he? Or does he have a wrench? I just remember Martin Mall walking with like, like something heavy like that that he hit somebody in the head with. Yes. I feel like the pipe is definitely the least useful out of all of the weapons. Well, okay. So in continuing Russell's tirade against the board game Clue, one of my other problems with it is that three of the weapons all essentially do the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> like the candlestick. Is there a stick, knife? The, there's no knife. Yeah, yeah there is. Knife. There's the the rope, uh, the dagger the or dagger. knife. Okay. Yeah. In you in the UK it's called the dagger, in in the US it's the knife, and then the candlestick, the wrench, the lead pipe, and the revolver. Yep. So, yeah. So three of those things are all just like bludgeoning weapons. And that always kind of bothers me. Like, Well, you run out of objects. Poison. That... Like, poison is way more exciting than another bludgeoning That's tool. That's true. Ooh, poison would I be I guess a electri- <laughs> like a taser gun maybe was, <laughs> was not. This was, game was invented way before the Yeah, it was like the 40s. Yeah. Um, so... And did you, do you know, like, it, so it's originally a British game. And it's called Cluedo. Cluedo, yeah. Which, bringing it back to Latin, is because of, I want to say, Ludo is the root of, like, to play. Oh. And okay. so, like, that's why it's called Cluedo. Huh. All right. Well, I guess I'll draw the last one. Which Go dun, for it, dun, Russell. Dun. Okay. Shameless plug. Come and see Tiffany Glass. Yeah. Well, I was, I was excited we got to use this one because yeah. of that. Yeah, it's a really beautiful show, and you won't get lead poisoning. You won't. Or murdered. Or murdered. Or murdered. Probably. Yeah, Look, we, we can't guarantee can't that. We make those promises. <laughs> we can't really say that But you won't wow. get lead poisoning from the show, at least. Sure, okay. Right, 
Russell that Russell. Russell. Okay. Ooh, Professor Plum. Ooh. Dun dun dun. All right, so we have found our murderer, and it is Professor Plum. <gasps> bum, bum, as represented by Modigliani's Max Jacob here mm. in Gallery 229. And I was thinking he just kind of looks like a Professor Plum to me. Yes. Yeah, I really think that he looks like Christopher Lloyd with vacant eyes yeah. and less mm. crazy hair. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's a little more put together yeah. than uh, Christopher Lloyd's uh, Professor yeah. Plum. Although the vacant eyes are kind of not put together, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Gives him a little spooky, yeah, spooky you know. quality. But it does make him a good, like, murder right right now you know what also is perfect with this piece is that modigliani was called by his friend modi 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 well i think he's italian right (laughs) he is but he obviously lived in paris for a lot of years and he actually had a pretty terrible life he was sickly all of his life um just you know had the TB and stuff. And had the TB. Oh, the TB. Everybody has the yeah. TB. And the, the TB, man. So, yeah. But anyway, he was also very drug addicted and things like that. But his group of friends circle, one was Max Jacob, who's depicted here, uh, called him Modi, which is cursed in French. Really? Yeah. Oh, murder yeah. most foul. <laughs> and he was pretty cursed. I mean, when Modigliani died, his wife actually killed herself and she was pregnant with her child. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So. Eek. He's, he's a pretty grim backstory. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Max Jacob, um, it says here, was a poet, painter, writer, and critic. So he was not actually a professor, but those are all very scholarly pursuits, very scholarly. right? So, yes. Yeah. So he's like very astute. Yeah. Yeah. He's also very modest from what I've read about him. Max Jacob was. So it's certainly not like the the like real dog of a professor plum as portrayed by christopher mm. lloyd who's just like real handsy with miss scarlet if i remember he's like a total pervo in that movie he was yeah and that was his crime right yeah he got involved with one of his yes. clients yes. yes you are correct that's right and then it ended up that the the bellhop girl who got shot was the client that he had <gasps> oh. had you know i've forgotten about that yeah, I, you that, dirty dog, you. It strikes me as a little. That's like one of the things that I do think is a little bit odd about. And I mean, maybe it's commendable, but like the movie definitely does not stick with like the stereotypes that the board game establishes mm-hmm. of, for the characters. Because like Mr. Green is always like a businessman, right? And in here, he's like this like wimpy undercover agent who's maybe gay, sometimes gay, depending yeah. on the ending. He might, it might all have been a ruse, right? Um, which is also weird. And then, um, you know, Professor Plum, who who's, should be kind of a geeky dweeby type is instead this like, just, you know, pervert, <laughs> which is mm-hmm. odd. Colonel Mustard. I mean, I like Martin Mull, but I, d- I don't know if I could really say much about his character. I feel like, isn't there a version of the game where Colonel Mustard is like, obviously 
Colonel Lee, but he's all dressed like he's on an African safari. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yes, there's totally yeah. like he gets the the straight up Where safari. It's like Jumanji, hat you know what I mean? Like it's straight out of Jumanji. I think he does. I mean, he usually he got the, a Jumanji remake <laughs> makeover. At the very least, he usually is like an older man with like white hair, right. a monocle, yeah. and right, so you right. know, he's totally got the like classic Colonel yeah. look. Yeah. Um, they play with you know like Mrs. White in most of the board games is usually the maid. maid. Mm-hmm. So here they've 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 like, added another character to be the also game, which is yeah. Madeline Kahn. I love her flames flames. Yes, <laughs> um, I love her and everything. But I I think it was a weird choice to have her dressed all in black the well, whole time. They, they play with that a little bit too. I think yeah, like the colors are not always like. Not everyone's wearing exactly the color right. you would expect no. them to. Because I think Miss Scarlet is also not. Is no, she's she? in like green. She's green. Yeah, she's wearing yeah. green too. Which again, like, okay. Miss um, Peacock is wearing feathers though. Yes, she is. That's true. But I think she's yellow. I feel like in all the games, she's always purple, right? Yeah. She's blue. Oh, she's blue. That's right. Purple yeah, plum is plum. Is purple. I apologize. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that said, I would never trade Madeline Kahn in that movie for a million oh, years. Oh, no, definitely because not. Because she is my favorite person in it. And makes me laugh. She's amazing. From like the she, minute that her first line in that movie is so good where it's not, it's nothing, but he opens the door and she just says like, do you know who I am? <laughs> and I don't know why that makes me laugh so much, but it does. She's so good. Madeline Kahn is so amazing. And that, that scene where she's like, her admission where she's just like, and I got so mad. <laughs> flames. Yeah. Flames. 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 That, that whole speech. It's so awesome. So oh so my God, it's so top. good. It's just so unusual. Like her, the way her cadence to that like speech is just so bizarre. It, it is top notch. She's awesome. Yeah. When I was a kid, I, I think I was more into Leslie Ann Warren because she was all like snappy mm-hmm. and, and sarcastic mm-hmm. as Miss Scarlet. But mm-hmm. I think now I'm coming around and it's all about Mrs. White for me in this movie. She's hilarious. Yeah. Any other thoughts about uh, the cast of Clue? I mean, Christopher Lloyd, as skeevy as he was, I do love Christopher Lloyd. So that yeah, was yeah. Fun. Do no wrong. And Tim Curry, I mean. Yeah, Tim Curry. And, and like I said, I think Tim Curry shines the most in that last, like, 20 yeah. minutes where he gets to just run around. But I feel like that that's the part that's in all three of them, right? Because they, like, end it right after he finishes essentially how everyone died. Yeah, yeah, he... he yeah, I think when we were watching it the last time, you could tell like it switches right when the he shuts off the lights oh, to yeah. imitate the lights going out, and then when Mrs. It comes White back, doing it right, right, and then when he comes back on is when they you Confess cut to the different, different endings. So, and I have to admit the one ending where he dies, it's pretty funny because the, oh, yeah. he gets shot and then just kind of falls into a corner. It's like, well, think about that. Yeah, he's the one who did everything. One. Yeah, and then um, Mr. Green shoots him, and then the FBI comes in. Yes. That's the one we watched. Yeah, I think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say, I was like, I'm pretty sure that's the one we yeah, watched. That's the one we watched. Yeah. We watched the longest one. Like, yeah. Because we, we watched the ending where like everybody is involved. Yeah. Because there's one ending where Miss Peacock's involved. One where, or is, is it's basically Mrs. Peacock it de- does everything, I think. Mm-hmm. There's one where Mrs. Scarlet does, does, is the killer, but I think she has, Yvette is a, an accomplice. accomplice yeah. Uh-huh. And then in the one we watch, like everybody Agreed. is Except involved. Except for Mr. Green. Except for Mr. Green, who is an undercover. Yes. Okay. Uh, now yeah. it's like all, all the things that, all the things that Tim Curry says is true about them, 
but he brought them tim curry brought them all there to like get rid of all the witnesses yeah okay yes yeah in that ending in that ending should you choose to believe it Clearly, I don't believe it. I blocked <laughs> it out of my memory. <laughs> I blocked it out of my memory for a reason, and it's because I'm loyal to the uh, Miss Scarlet ending. Yeah. Which one is, I think it's the Miss Peacock ending, because I was sad we didn't watch it, where they all sing for, for She's a Jolly Good Fellow. Yeah, I think that's Mrs. Peacock. That one is so good. Again, because of Madeline Kahn Oh my God, singing. it's so awesome. <laughs> it's so awesome. It's so good. That is so... It's so hilarious. That's like my, that's another But really that ending, part. honestly though, like it doesn't, it is all saved by them singing that. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. That's and there's a little part of me that wants them all to like not be guilty like they claimed they yeah. were. And so Mrs. Peacock lets them do that. Mm. I guess. Well, I didn't I didn't get to air my final grievance about the game clue. Okay. Let's hear so, it. Uh is just that I and I, I know I've if you since Sarah sits right next to me, she, I'm sure she's heard me complain about <laughs> the game clue before. Yeah. You yeah. Know. Well, how often do you guys play clue at work? <laughs> More often than you think. Yeah. <laughs> but I just dislike I just dislike the idea that this is not at all how you would solve a murder. Like the whole setup of the game is like it sounds like it's gonna be really fun. Like it sounds like everything I would love. Yeah. And and yeah. eight year old Russell did love Clue and yeah. owned a lot of different editions of Clue. Mm-hmm. But in hindsight I realized I liked all of the like atmosphere around Clue. Mm-hmm. I like the idea of being in a mansion where a murder has happened and all these quirky characters. Essentially I like the movie. Right. And then when you actually play the game though, it's like there's a body and then you all the way to figure out the murder is not about like actual detective work other than just figuring out everything that didn't happen. So instead of like, mm. I just dislike the idea that if somebody shoots somebody, you don't know that they were shot because of bullet holes. You just know it because it wasn't the candlestick. I think that you're going to be sued by Clue. Uh, yeah, Hasbro. For defamation. Hasbro's coming after you. Defamation of a game. A classic I just, game. I just feel like there would be a more fun way to play this game. I don't know. I, I agree. I want to throw the forensics in there. Ooh, that'd be fun. You know. I feel like there are versions that get more. Uh, someone was saying there's like Clue in a museum or something. And they oh, get more yes. Specific. I, I have the Clue, the Great Museum Caper. Yes. Which is the most fun version of Clue. Because, and we should have played it for this episode. Yeah, we should have. We should have. Um, one person plays the art thief. And you go around and you steal paintings in secret. Like you, ha- you make all your moves on paper. And as you, after your turn, you remove the painting that you've already stolen. So you're a few steps away. And then everyone else is trying to catch you. Oh. And they can use like security cameras and different things to find you. And then when somebody spots you, you have to put a pawn on the board um, and it's pretty quick. Like you play it usually multiple times, so everyone gets to play the thief, and then Ooh. the winner is whoever stolen the most paintings. That's how it works in the real museum setting. That's right. <laughs> whoever steals the most paintings wins. <laughs> wins. And we all we all already have a leg up because we work here. Yeah, that's true. So not only are we going to get sued by Clue, we're also going to get fired. fired. <laughs> This is the last podcast that Russell will make. It's been real. Well, Russell, I would invite you. I do. On the weekends, I do this dinner detective thing where it's all live people and you have to figure it out. And the yeah. it's 
especially people like you who like the idea of like figuring out like you know people come in screaming and they've been shot and Mm -hmm. guns go off and people have been stabbed and all this stuff people get super duper into it and it is there's all these different kinds of clues and you have to figure them out and dates and numbers and money transactions and all of that fun stuff so it is called the dinner detective for anyone who's interested it's always the person you least suspect it is i just i just can't imagine like you we get to to the body they have a rope around their neck and then we're just like i don't know let's see if we can find find the gun the (laughs) candlestick the wrench we got to check all of them (laughs) before we know they were strangled (laughs) and then there's no real description it's just because right that the card is in the clue file that that's the person who did it like there's no yeah Yeah. there's not a lot of backstory but you know i feel like there with the suspects the process of elimination might be Almost, you know, close to. Yeah, that's true. With the suspects, it's like okay, they could, they have an alibi sort of yeah. idea, like they couldn't have been here. But you, you interrogate, know. you have to interrogate all of the suspects. But yeah. I feel like that's why we love the movie so much, is because it's interesting to see how they're all connected to each other and monkey brains and Yvette, and you know what I mean. It's mm-hmm. fun to see how they all. Yeah. Coexist and again, in an actual house together. And for me, it was it was always all about like being in a creepy mansion mm-hmm. like for uh, again dust for- and glitter russell's <laughs> aesthetic <laughs> cobwebs and glitter oh, cobwebs. Cobwebs. yeah that's as 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 uh the movie labyrinth etched into my mind <laughs> at a young age cobwebs and glitter well yeah i guess i guess clue just has the cobwebs not so much glitter i don't know i mean there's a lot there's of shiny some, stuff in there there's sh- some the sequins shines there's some, there's, spark- there's some sparkles on some dresses, I yeah. guess. There's mm-hmm. some. I feel like in cl- I was. There's when- a glitziness about it. Yes, but- there is. But we were talking about other movies I liked as a kid, and like Haunted Honeymoon, which you had never seen. No, I don't know what that is. Nobody's so. seen this apparently, but I've never even heard of this. I want you to know. Oh that. my gosh, it's so good with Gilda Radner, and you're saying Gilda these Radner words was at me. in other things besides SNL. Like, yeah. <laughs> No. Well, well, Gene know. Wilder, her husband, oh, okay. nice. directed it, and so Gene Wilder and Gilda Radner and Dom DeLuise in drag is in Haunted Honeymoon. Oh so my it, gosh! It was another movie that like takes place in an old mansion that I would have loved at the same time because right. that's all it took for Russell to love a movie. Also, kind of like Hocus Pocus movies that are like kind of scary but not really scary yeah mm-hmm. like i was really into like i was a, at that age i was afraid of actual horror movies mm-hmm. but movies that just kind of like flirted with horror do you know what movie favorite. was actually terrifying back then hunchback of notre dame that movie is terrifying wait the disney version yes it's terrifying sanctuary and people burning at the stake and like those creepy the when they go into like the gypsy village and stuff and they're like bones and coming out it was terrifying terrifying this, this that's is, just what paris is like <laughs> <laughs> this is also where kristen reveals that she's a lot younger than than me at least I'm because sorry. you're like back then and i was like that's not at all the same time period that's like 10 no, years I know, no 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 i know but i'm just saying that movie it's terrifying. Were, a, a, a child's movie you were yeah for you, it's I'm the, sorry. the same. I'm a nugget guy. Yeah, I know. Baby. It's just a little, just a little nugget. <laughs> <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Yes. D'écouter. Oh, thank you. Oh, very nice. I really want there to be a video version of how your face looks when you <laughs> <laughs> when you do your Yvette voice. <laughs> uh, this has been uh, Christelle Vincenti. <laughs> Rochelle. Irig and Sarah Buchhofer. <laughs> Signing off. <laughs> Signing off. Yvette, Yvette will live on. Uh, au revoir. <laughs> <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Art Palace. We hope you'll be inspired to come visit the Cincinnati Art Museum and have conversations about the art yourself. General admission to the museum is always free, and we also offer free parking. Special exhibitions on view right now are A Shared Legacy, Folk Art in America, William Kintridge, More Sweetly Play the Dance, Tiffany Glass, Painting with Color and Light, and Anila Kayum Aga, All the Flowers Are for Me. Don't miss Art After Dark, Laid Back Luau, on Friday, July 28th from 5 to 9 p.m. Wear your Hawaiian shirts and grass skirts to enjoy live music from the Cliff Tones, specialty cocktails, exclusive access to the museum, and food for purchase from Eli's Barbecue and the Terrace Cafe. For more information, visit CincinnatiArtMuseum.org. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Our theme song is Ofrande Musicale by Bacalaon. I was going to mention leaving a five-star review on iTunes, but you already did it, so why waste your time? I'm Russell Eirig, and this has been Art Palace, produced by the Cincinnati Art Museum.